Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast. This is sponsored by nobody because none of you contribute any money to it. So thanks for that. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Angel the Sound Girl. Hi. And of course, Randy. Hold on a second, Randy. (laughs) We're going to get this entire sequence down. At Randy, 1475-9350. That is our other (laughs) co-host. Hi, Randy. Hello. Uh, Yeah, I need to address the Twitter situation. I didn't realize that was uh, happening. You were telling me that they assigned that automatically to you? Well, I I literally made that in my driveway after I drove home (laughs) from here the last time. And it was, I don't even know how late that was. And I mean, I thought I typed it out and submitted it but i think it was like maybe that one wasn't available so they're like here let's just add a bunch of numbers to it take and then, these fucking numbers man. yeah so that's probably what happened okay that's fine so uh the sound girl she's not on strike anymore like the last time we brought her back um our sound is better i would say she taught she taught us how to clean up the sound we're really looking forward to editing this and making it sound even more crisp than it sounds in the raw version so what's going on what do you guys think about well, about uh, our friend Bernard Sanders. Um, is the fix in? Do you guys because they fixed it the last time? That's a hundred percent. I think that I think that's a hundred percent evident. Do you think they fixed it this time against him? I wouldn't really be surprised. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that you can fix it again because if you fix it again, then it then it just shows how terrible you are. So they have to do something. But like Joe Biden is ahead by. According to this poll that I just Googled, um, he ha- Joe Biden has 664 and Bernie Sanders has 573. And I don't know who likes either one of them. They're old men. Like I don't know. Like, I mean, Elizabeth Warren, you know, looks like the youngest out of, you know, the top four. Well, I mean, Tulsi. Yeah, Tulsi. But I mean, the top four. So, like, that's all... I have to scroll over to get to Tulsi because she has two. <laughs> and then, like, the next guy it's after that good. is Michael Bloomberg. Oh, he's guy. out. Yeah. Like, yeah, he bowed out. Let's talk about the ones that did drop out. Klobuchar dropped out. I don't even know Buttigieg, all of these names. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, nice, uh, the nice mayor of that time and his husband. I think he's the first, like, major candidate that's uh, that's a gay that came out to run, which uh, that's great. Yeah, sure. But, you know, your policy kind of sucks balls. No pun intended. Um <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Elizabeth Warren went back to the tribe. She lost. Uh, she, she lost in her home state, right? Yeah. Did you see that meme that went around? <laughs> I loved it. When you finish in th- when you finish in your home state and third behind a communist and a guy who sniffs children's hair or some shit like that. <laughs> oh God, it's not. <laughs> what wrong. a shameful asshole. She was just insufferable. I mean, I'm not saying that she's stupid. I'm not saying anything about her intelligence or her intellect. Or Joe Rogan's made the point, however, that she was a Republican for like the first 40 years of her life. So that what goes made to her show. switch? Oh, who knows? Maybe she's money. She's from Massachusetts. <laughs> who the fuck is going to vote for a Republican, Massachusetts? Probably the last time they, they had a Republican. What was Scott Brown? And that's when Kennedy, uh, when Ted Kennedy died, they had a runoff for his seat, and it was uh, this dude that, that his last name was Brown lost uh, or won. Excuse me. And then he lost his seat to Warren. Yeah. Oh, so okay. it was like a real quick, hey, we're going to try out this so-called conservative nonsense. And then the people of Massachusetts decided, no, thanks. We don't like this sort of thing. Down with this sort of thing. And we're going to go ahead and go back to the old way of doing things. But she's not even the most radical. That's the funny part. She's not even the most radical leftist of the group. I mean, Bernie yeah. is the most radical leftist. You know, um, Tulsi's okay. The reason why Tulsi's not going to go anywhere is because she's anti-war. Not to say that Bernie isn't. I was going to say. But Bernie may be in name only or saying so, like on the surface, like like, like a facade of anti-war. But I don't know. I have to look up his voting records as far as how he voted on the, on the well, the, so, the police actions, let's call them, because we haven't declared war since World War II, but... You know, what <laughs> yeah. about the rules? Fuck the rules. I mean, they don't I, seem to matter. They don't seem to matter to the political class. But I'd like to. But Tulsi's not going anywhere because she is openly against all of these interventionist uh, nation building wars. That doesn't bode well for the military industrial complex. There's no money to be made in peacetime with these people. So I don't know. Um, how do you guys think? Now, here's the thing. I think based on if Bernie were to win the nomination, I, I think Trump wins 41 out of 50 states. Easily. Easily 41 out of 50. Let's count the ones that Bernard will win. Uh, California. Okay. Of course. Of course. 
uh, Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, New York, uh, Vermont, obviously his home state. Okay. Maybe or maybe not on the New Hampshire side. Uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey. Okay. 10, maybe Maryland. So uh, my margin of error on this, I would say, is like a plus minus three because maybe Maryland doesn't. Let's also remember that Maryland was a uh, slave state during the Civil War and they were left in the Union for strategic purposes because Abraham Lincoln was not as concerned about human beings being in chains as much as we were taught. Anyway, side issue, as Mr. Jones would say. So what do you think? How many states does Trump win? Does Trump win? And if he does, how many states does he carry? This I, I would like to put together a pool on this. I mean, I feel like... I don't know how many states he'd win, but I honestly, as much as I don't want to see him get reelected, I feel like it's going to happen. Oh, I it's, think it's a lock. <laughs> like, I think it's a lock. As much as it pains me to say that, because the man's an idiot, but... Uh, he's, he's an entertaining idiot. Well, he's yeah, ridiculous. but it's like... I guess it's like how fun can you make the collapse of civilization like all around you? But as fun as you can make it, yeah. yeah. Space but, Force, yeah. yeah. So like, is the wall happening? Is that like? I don't think that's happening. Okay, because like I heard they were like destroying people's sacred land like around the border in order is to make right? for it or something. Well, like, am so I domaining it? Uh, I I would I mean I'm guessing, but that's fucking awful. Hold on, I'll try to look it up. But like, yeah. So I I that's kind of a I thought those were two Tangent things that too, were not but... going to happen. There was going to abortion will c- continue, and there will be no wall. Two things that he promised because he knows he can't deliver on them. I mean, people are going to still abort their babies, and people are still you know there's still not going to be a wall. Yeah, I, this a wall's is from... not even an effective method of of border control anyway. This is from the Washington Post on February 9th, two thousand twenty. Trump border wall construction is blasting through Native American burial sites. Oh, that's fucking fantastic. So... <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Let's see if it says specifically which ones. Wow. Are you looking for the states? Uh, well, construction crews began blasting sites within Arizona's Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument. Oh, no. As part of the construction of President Trump's border barrier. Jesus. Oh, no. So, I get, yeah, that's uh, that's Washington Post. Oh, see, that's why we have to go to <laughs> these it's places. A, it's a monument. It's a monument. Uh, I, I can't believe that. I, I can't believe that. But I mean, when ISIS was destroying historical sites over in the Middle East, it was a travesty. That is a, that's more of a travesty. Like, it's still a travesty no, no, no. on each let's, end, but it's more of a travesty. I'm far more interested in ancient Assyrian history and Babylonian history than I am in Native, it's in Native American history. It's not. It's but just, regardless of that, it's They're still... on the same level. That They're on the same level of importance, regard, regardless of the location. Stuff that the Native Americans did is equally as important to whatever the Assyrians did. And like you said, that's a really good point. Like, we all got upset, or you guys are a little too young, but I remember uh, ISIS was uh, blowing up uh, statues, uh, Buddhist statues in Afghanistan, ancient ones. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, because regardless of how you feel, whether it's not your cup of tea or what have you, it doesn't matter. It's gone forever. You're not getting it back. So this has been going on for some time, but the fact that we're... I don't want to say we because I didn't condone any of this shit. I do not consent. I didn't sign a fucking contract. There is no social contract. I never signed shit. And I don't agree with <laughs> I this. I didn't ask to how, be born. <laughs> how, the fu- how the fuck is this okay with people? Seriously. Like this, you're, you, if you did that in a graveyard right now, like let's say you went through a Civil War graveyard, there would be people standing in front of the fucking bulldozers. Like, no, you're not going to do this. But it's okay to do it down there because what? There's because Mexicans on the other side of that fucking thing. I mean, what? Nobody, How is this okay? Nobody knows it's there until somebody points it out. And because Trump is the one that's doing it, and he's in the news like crazy news cycles with this guy, like he can't do anything right or wrong. It doesn't matter what he does. Like he's just kind of stuck. He could do like a good thing, but it would somehow be bad. Like someone's gonna find like the negative, negative aspect of it. Yeah, and. If somebody else was doing it, they wouldn't even have mentioned it. I think that's fair. Um, maybe they would have. Somebody might have, but it wouldn't have been on the Washington Post. You know? Okay. I don't know. I I hate the news. <laughs> I don't really watch much of it anymore. No, I used no to point. because I had to write papers about it, but now it's like I don't have to do it for school, so it's I just kind of 
and I don't have cable. I don't subscribe to anything news-wise, like on the internet. So it's mostly just people tell me stuff, and I have to Google it to make sure. <laughs> so what do you guys think of this? Uh, my uh, director for our department came up to me today, and I wasn't aware of this. I, I talked about it with Angel the Sound Girl before we got started. Uh, that this uh, the coronavirus can apparently he was very freaked out about this. He told me I had to wear uh, rubber gloves when handling the mail, like uh, any kind of parcels, which is going to be very difficult for me to do. But I was like, I just said, oh, okay, sure, no problem. I, I meanwhile, you know, I'm not washing my hands and eating handfuls of almonds after I handle boxes because I'm too lazy to go to the bathroom. But anyway. Uh, he said nine days. He heard that it could stay. Uh, the virus can be active or uh, still capable of infecting for nine days on inanimate objects. Is that now based upon you're you're the uh. most you're the most qualified <laughs> to speak on this because you work in the medical field. Yeah, you but to be accurate. I mean, not? I nobody's given me any special information about it. There haven't been any briefs like, oh, hey, like coronavirus do's and don'ts. But it's like, I mean. I don't even know where all it is in the United States now, but I, yeah, it could be anywhere like mail could spread it, I guess. But like my biggest thing is <laughs> wash your hands. Don't touch mucous membranes like your eyes, nose, mouth. If you haven't washed your hands and I mean, try to avoid it anyway, if you can, like uh, people have been snatching up those N95 respirator masks that are supposed to like, it's like droplet precaution kind of stuff. Like people with the flu, um, so that way it's like it mitigates the risk. But I mean, the CDC put something out that said it's like the mask isn't even really going to do anything. And it's like it was funny to me because it's like, hey, civilians, well, not even civilian would be the right word. But people that aren't in like the medical profession shouldn't be buying all these masks because it's taking away from people that actually need them for their jobs. But then they make the point that it's not effective in preventing the spread of the virus. So it's like, well, then why are you so worried about medical professionals not having them for like the coronavirus Fair. specifically? I mean, they could just be saying like, I mean, it's it's flu season. We got to use them for that kind of stuff. I'm not sure. I didn't read too far into it. But uh, everybody, like some people I know are freaking out about it. Um, other people don't really care. As far as <laughs> I mean, I'm concerned. I, I haven't dealt with it personally that I know of. Um, there's what, six people that have died in the United States from it currently. I think so. And I mean, I keep, I don't know what information I'm reading about it is actually true. Cause it's like some people are like, oh, you can carry it and it lays dormant. It has like a long incubation period or whatever. You can spread it right uh, without knowing it. And then that, like we could all have it. Um, there's a lot of people saying stuff like that. There's other people saying it has like one of the highest, uh, cure rates, like as far as communicable viruses go, I'm not sure. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about it, well, but there's a map that I put up on, uh, the, uh, the podcast, um, Instagram site, which by the way is use guys pod that's on Instagram. Uh, it's a coronavirus, coronavirus cases in the United States. So we got one in Wisconsin, New York, Illinois, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Texas, Arizona, Utah, California, Washington state, and Oregon and Nebraska. Nebraska, oddly, in the middle. I literally, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to make of that. But here, let's run down through this. First of all, I like the great George Carlin said that my first rule is I don't believe anything that the government says. So if they tell me to worry about something, I'm generally not going to be too concerned about it. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, there's like how many different. I don't know if pandemic, epidemic, whatever. I don't even know when the proper time is to start using those terms. But we had avian flu, swine flu, uh, Zika virus, Ebola. West Nile. West Nile. Like, I mean, it's like it's falling on deaf ears now. <laughs> like, Well, it's the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. It's you like even if it were legitimate, it's like I'm tired of like getting geared up for nothing. So it's Correct. like we're getting complacent about it, I guess. Well, that's just the thing is, you know, when uh, when I was a kid, there was a movie with Dustin Hoffman that came out. Uh, it was called Hot Zone. It was based on a novel. And it uh, oh, was that the whole town that gets quarantined. Yes, the whole town that gets quarantined and that the government, of course, I mean, who else is trying to figure out how to turn. Uh, it was called the Motaba virus in the uh, in the film or in the in, in the novel. But that was just Ebola fictionalized, okay? Okay. They were trying to figure out how to weaponize yeah, it. Yeah, go figure. So they wanted to kill everybody in the town while they had the sample. 
so that they could perfect their bioweapon. Uh, the idea is that, you know, this, 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 uh, this disease liquefies your internal organs. You bleed through the orifices in your body, including your eyes and your nose. And it's an incredibly painful way to die. I remember how terrified, what was it? There was a local bridal shop not too far from where we are right now that had uh, someone sick with Ebola there. Really? And there was a fucking panic. Oh, oh yeah. This I mean, yeah, was, yeah, I'm sure people freaked out. This was six years ago, if you can imagine that. Wow, so already? this was supposed to be literal Armageddon because this is the scariest thing in the world. But the thing is, and this is no disrespect to, to anybody in the medical profession in West Africa, but if you get diarrhea in West Africa, you are in fucking danger. If you have to have, if you have to go into a surgical theater in a West African hospital, I would be very worried. And it's not because they're inept. It's not. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just levels of cleanliness and how sterile the operating theater is versus in in those parts of the world versus what they are, say, at the Cleveland Clinic, or uh, what's the famous hospital that's out there uh, that they go to in in uh, in uh, L.A. I forget the name of it. All the celebrities go there. Cedar Sinai. Okay, you you can't compare the level yeah, of no sterilization idea. between between Amer Western um, and, and American hospitals and operating theaters versus what you're going to get in Sierra Leone or what you're going to get in, uh, in, you know, what is it? Um, shit. Maybe not even Cameroon, but off the West, off the West coast of Africa. I don't think that you're, I don't think it's going to be the same thing. And there was an entire freak out. Now here's the question. Is that a good virus or a bad virus? Like for example, the HIV virus, if you're going to look at it as something that uh, on a success rate, it's actually pretty good, isn't it? Because it hangs around for a while. It doesn't kill you very quickly. It well, gives you time to commu uh, to communicate to to give the virus to somebody else. The thing about that is, yeah, um, I can't remember what the incubation period is for it, but I mean, it can take months after you would have been exposed for any tests to pick it up, because oh man, it has to do with T cells and oh man, I used to know all about it. But basically, what uh, is so dangerous about it is that it can move up to AIDS and I mean that suppresses your immune system so it's like you're not actually dying from the virus itself it's more like complications from it because Fair it's enough. like if you and I get a cold whatever a few days we'll shake it but it's like if someone with that virus gets a cold they could get pneumonia and then that progresses or some other oh man, like basically getting sick at all there it's like something we don't even think twice about. Sure. But for them, it could be a death sentence. Um, and that's like that's true with a lot of stuff. Um, like people with cancer, suppressed immune systems. Um, and then, oh, the point I wanted to make earlier with the coronavirus thing, I don't know how old the people that have died in the United States or worldwide have been on average, but it's more of a – it would have to be, I'm guessing, the geriatric population or like pediatric because it's like anytime anything like this happens – they're the most susceptible to uh, becoming ill and not really being able to recover from it. It's It happens a lot with, I mean, I keep going back to the flu, but it's a solid example. It's like debilitating for people that are old or very young. Oh, 100%. But it's like for us, it's like, yeah, we can't go to work, but it's like we get fluids. We'll be, we'll <laughs> eventually bounce back. Yeah. Right. But so I'm sure if I looked into it, maybe it would follow more along those kind of lines. So it's like, I mean, yeah, you should be, aware of it but it's like i don't think people need to be freaking out about it that much but no th th that's what I, that was the point and you you beat me to it you brought up all of these scares going back to when west nile was around like the mosquitoes and the west nile virus and all this like it's always oh the next thing oh this is this is a pandemic oh this is an, an epidemic this is going to kill so oh, many yeah. people and it's all this fear-mongering like ebola was supposed to be the end of the fucking world and that shit's scary <laughs> they told us at boot camp when i was there because we had no connection to the outside world they told us ebola was killing everybody and that it was oh, horrible shit. and you like oh no yeah way. oh yeah so <laughs> we don't get the news we get letters from people so it's like i'd write be like hey what's going on with this ebola thing and it'd be like a week before anybody even told me anything about it so we're all like oh fuck like what's going on and they'd be like where are you from and i'd be like oh like basically cleveland and they're like oh cleveland's gone like don't even think about Fuck it <laughs> like, so oh yeah i mean they had they had to have so much fun with it but like oh man that's hilarious but and then there was something i saw i can't remember where i mean all of my sources are questionable because it's like twitter or facebook but uh 
I want to say it was like every one of these kind of scares, at least with disease, it seems to pop up around like election years. So it's like, is there any kind of correlation with that? How interesting. Yeah, that's because I'll uh-huh. see if I can find that as well. Because like, I mean, there might not be an exact date to when it started, but like, I mean, it kind of gains popularity sure. and gets a grip with the media. But let's see. My brother works at Gojo, and they're working like seven days a week, nonstop, and have been since this coronavirus outbreak. And I feel sorry for him because he paints. He doesn't even do anything with the uh, with production with the production or anything. So he just he just shows up there and just I guess paints extra stuff because. Well, well, wait a second. So I thought Purell is antibacterial. It is, but... So what the fuck does that do to viruses? People are using it as a sanitizer. Like, it, it kills, you know, things like, that you come in contact, like the flu, or sure. supposedly, like, it may, you know, can't right, say, I get you know, that it does, because I don't know, but that's, I get what, that. that's what they say. But yeah, no, it's flying off the shelf. Like, I got an email from Staples telling me that cleaning supplies and Purell is out of stock and they're working on getting it back in stock. And I've never, ever gotten an email like that before, ever. So, like, people are really taking this seriously. But, but pump the brakes. I mean, I stand, again, it's an antibacterial hand sanitizer. What does that do against the fucking virus? Like, what? how does that even... Does 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 alcohol does rubbing alcohol kill viruses as well? I mean, I'm... once again, you're the local expert, Randy. <laughs> Hospitals oh. use like the soap. It's more than just the sanitizer. Like it's the soaps, all of the stuff that they make. Um, the foaming soaps. They they make a lot of like cleansing products at hospitals and schools and things. You know. Places like that. On an industrial buy. scale as opposed to ju- not just for, like, the public consumer going to a Walgreens. Correct. Or yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a rush on it because of that. Here, let me look up. Because we use this stuff to clean the back of our trucks at work. And it's like... Uh, Is it the same stuff that you would find in doctor's offices? Yeah, it's like, yeah, there are hospitals, ERs, all over. It's like those sandy cloth things, and it's like alcohol. And it's like you're not even supposed to touch them with your bare skin because I guess oh, it's really? like a cancer risk. But it's like anytime I get something on my skin, I'm wiping myself down with it because I'd, like, I'd rather have skin cancer than whatever the hell that person is about oh, to give fuck. me. But uh, no, it says on the label, it's like... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I don't it's because I mean, if you're thinking, so you're thinking like if it kills, if it's antibacterial, like would it only affect bacteria, not viruses? Is yeah, that that's your my question. Because it's not. I don't think it's like antibiotics only work against bacteria. It's not going to help you for viruses. I don't think it's like that. This is. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, I'm I'm talking from a point of ignorance. I don't. I just hear antibacterial because these are germicidal as well. So like it's okay. I don't All know. Right. I need to. Well, I'm sure that makes a difference. Well, yeah, like it it claims that it helps, like you know, fight off like the all the different bacterias and you know things like that. Like bleach does the same thing. Oh yeah, like bleach kills. Oh yeah, we use bleach wipes a lot too. You know, it kills everything. It kills everything. Does it kill Ebola? I bet it kills Ebola. I don't know. There's a okay. Let's see. So these are the wipes. Um, Can I not zoom in? Uh, effective against bacteria, and it lists a bunch of them. Multi-drug resistant bacteria, viruses, bloodborne pathogens, uh, fungi, tuberculosis, like all. Yeah, Ooh, so it, that's a good one. It, yeah, it, it, it's effective against okay all, a bunch of stuff. I learned something new today. I just I was getting frustrated because I get stuck on the literal definition. We're like, oh, it's an antibacterial hand sanitizer. I'm like, fuck you, this is a virus. Well, I mean, yeah. Quit trying put, to trick me into buying more Purell, go Joe. I mean, if you put... You got enough money. If you put, like, rubbing alcohol on anything, it'll kill everything, which isn't great because it's like, you have bacteria and all these other germs on your skin all the time, and it's like, some of it's good for you, some of it's not good for you, but it's like, if you're wiping everything out, it's like if... There's because it's what like ninety nine point nine percent effective or something. So it's like, what's that point one? Is it good or bad? And is it going to have because when that alcohol evaporates, there's like, oh man, is it sugar that's left behind? I see. I need to take chemistry again. But <laughs> I remember in high school. So this is going back. We did. Uh, we had petri dishes, and they had like colonies of bacteria in it. And we'd put Purell on it, and then watch like yeah, it kills all of it. 
uh, in the in a, like a short span, but then you like leave him sit overnight and come back, and then it's like fucking insane how much grew back. So it's like it works to an extent, but it's like you'd still need to go wash your hands. Like it's better to do that, but it's like it's better than not doing anything to use hand sanitizer if you need to like clean up real quick. But it's like if you don't do anything else, it's like you're basically feeding whatever's left behind. Okay. All right. That gives me a better understanding. And it, it was like scary. <laughs> like, oh, gross. I'm sure. Yeah. But that's kind of creepy. I just uh. So let's let's hammer something down right now. I want to get some over under on this yet again. Where I'm a betting man. I like the numbers. Uh, Angel the Sound Girl. Would you? How many deaths in the United States do you think will come as a result of the coronavirus? I mean, I I need. Give me a guess, even if you really don't have a that you don't have a lot of faith. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I want to say like under 10, but I will go as high as 25. I will go as high as 25, 25. but I don't think it's going to even be that. Like maybe one in every hundred people might get infected. And then who even knows like out of that, who would, who would perish yeah, I don't even you know, know what, what the mean? mortality rate is for it. Hey, listen, we're just we're just fucking around. You know, with so here. so I would I I conservatively would like to say under ten. Okay, but I'm gonna you're going as high as twenty five. Yeah, I'm gonna put you down at twenty five to be safe. Okay. Okay, we're just gonna play it safe here. <laughs> okay. On the high end of your over under, your personal over. Yeah, because I don't know how many people's died so far. But you're at on least the six. Yeah, so you're already approaching your yeah. low. <laughs> so you're already fucked up. <laughs> So we're just going to leave like it at They've 25. confirmed cases in a bunch of states, like you said, right? Yeah, but it's we like, read them off. Okay. And there's probably but. more since uh, the beginning of this uh, recording. Okay, so what's your, uh, what's your over-under here? <sighs> oh, man. I mean, I don't... Okay, I'll tell you what. Just, I, give me, give me what, how, your, your closest prediction on how many deaths we're going to get as a result of this ridiculous thing. In the United States. In the United, States, the United States, States of America. Okay, I'd say, I don't know, maybe like one to two hundred like tops. I don't... Because like I said, I mean, old people, kids, I don't know how it affects them. I don't know anything about coronavirus, really. Again, like, it I'll sounded be like the, the fucking flu. first one to say. I mean, I'm not going to say it's exactly like the flu, no, or, we're not but it might, it. it might spread like the flu, and you can take similar like precautions. Yeah. Basically, just clean yourself. Like, that is all I can say. Because it's like, all my friends are like, what are you doing at work to take precautions against the coronavirus? And I'm like, uh, nothing out of the ordinary like if somebody's coughing even if i don't know if they have anything or not i'm gonna put a mask on and if they're breathing all right i'm gonna put a mask on them so they're not coughing all over everything in the inside of the ambulance and yeah and it's like i don't want if they've been like touching their face touching anything i don't want them touching anything else it's like keep your hands to yourself on the cot like i'll do whatever i need to do you can just sit there and do nothing and like you'd be surprised how hard it is for people to just follow that but um and yeah it's like i (laughs) like I shower before I go to work. I shower when I come home from work. I take all of my work clothing off, like, as soon as I get to the door and, like, either put it in its, like, separate, like, basket before I even, like, enter the rest of my house or I just wash it right away. Like, That's quite so smart. that way I'm not bringing it with That's me all through my house. measures. Yeah. And, yeah, just wash your hands. <laughs> don't touch your face. <laughs> I think I explained this. I don't know if I explained this to you guys before, but I remember when I was sick, I had the flu. I think it was maybe... Uh, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, I went to see my physician. Now, of course, they really can't give you anything for it because, once again, there's no antibiotics for this. They gave me something called Tamiflu, yeah. which is supposed to shorten the duration of yeah, the Yeah, they flu. still use that. I've never um, taken it. He told me, I asked him, I said, now, what can I do about about protecting myself again, you know, with regard to getting this again? And, of course, he went through the wash your hands and, you know. Get a flu shot get a flu shot. He, and I asked him, I said, is hand washing really effective? And what kind of soap? Because I'm an inquisitive person. I like to know the finer details, especially Fair. when it comes to sanitizing my hands. Because, you know, I worked in logistics. I still work in logistics. And you're handling boxes from all over the world, Taiwan, Korea, China, the European Union, all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's, he said, it's not so much the soap that you need to worry about. It's the temperature it's the, of the water. It's the temperature of the water. It's the flushing of your hands. When they say 25 seconds underwater with rubbing your hands together the whole time, 25 seconds. Because it's the flushing of the water that is acting as the agent that's removing whatever uh, contaminants are on your hand. Now, I'm not talking about blood-borne pathogens or anything like that if you have a cut on your hand. I'm talking oh, yeah. about simply <laughs> on the surface. 
I'm talking about on the surface where it's not, it hasn't gotten into your bloodstream, where it's just sitting there, that the flushing water, that's what this physician had told me. His name's Dr. Bob, very nice guy, Dr. very Bob. nice guy. He's the uh, athletic doctor for my kids' football team. So I'm going to go high on this one, guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with 1,262 U.S. deaths. And no offense to anybody who's to die in the future who may hear this. I'm sorry that it had to be you. I just hope it's not me or anybody else. <laughs> Why 1,262? Where do you pull that number out of He's Price is writing it. He's just being like, real where, specific. Where do you get that it number? It just had to be that way. Do you want 63 or no, 61? No, I just, it's just it random. 69? I don't, I don't nice. know. It sounds like you've heard that number somewhere before, Listen, that this isn't a random pick. The fix is in, is, Randy. Yeah, that's, that's a bullshit statement, and no, it's not. But the fix is not in. I came up with this goddamn number. He's out here infecting all these boxes before he Right, yeah, I'm looking at my hands and just touching it. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, so we came up with that. Um, once again, RIP in peace to Elizabeth Warren, uh, Buttigieg, uh Amy That's Klobuchar. how you say his last name? Buttigieg. Yeah, I couldn't figure out. I used to out. think it was Buttigieg or some like know. real strong I couldn't even German. Point like, him out oh, in this must be a hard German name are. to pronounce. It's Buttigieg. Just Buttigieg. That's a weird name. He's from Indiana. They're, they're you know they're different people. They're very nice. No, though. like it's weirdly spelled that I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it. So I was just gonna call him the butt guy. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> And homophobic. How dare is he, you? Is he? Is is? Yeah, he's he, married to a gentleman. I didn't know that. I didn't mean it. That was in the, the, I didn't mean it in that way. I we're just, gonna have to publicly admonish you for this now, Angel the Sound Girl. I can't believe you went. Wait, there. was he the one that was? Uh, he was like in the military or something. And I then, think so. He, okay, I know who you're talking about. Now, here's what I want to talk to you about. Now, I can either confirm. I, I lost all of my guns in a tragic boating accident, uh, ATF, a long time ago. Um, here's the question. So I looked this up. Uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, who was an enemy of the people, uh, also known as Beto. He's a fake Hispanic. He's Irish on both sides of his family. Okay. He's not, he's not Mexican. He's not Latin American. He's not Latino. He's not Hispanic. He is an Irishman from Texas. He is going to be <laughs> helping Joe Biden. Uh, work on gun control. Oh, Mr. Hell terrible. yeah, I'm going to take your AR-15. Hell yeah, I'm going to take your AK-47. I can't even remember the body of be, water I lost my guns in. There's going to be no way to stop Joe Biden from smelling your kid's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and like, How is this going to work? I, it, is this going to work for, for, for Joseph? I, like, I don't think anything's going to work. He can't, he, the other day, he confused his wife for his sister and his sister for his wife. Yeah, I'm way behind on that. What all, like his, Does he have like dementia or something? Yes. Like, people are freaking out about Yes, he has dementia. And then he started quoting the Declaration of Independence, and he like quit. And he was like, endowed with our creator. Uh, well, you guys know. Like he, like, he literally stopped me. Here, you say it for me. Just, you go ahead. <laughs> like, seriously, he is, he's a fucking, he, he is batshit crazy. Is it like the end of Bat- Reagan, like that bad? Or like- oh, I don't, that's a bold statement. No, because they, they're, they're wheeling Joe out still. You know what I mean? And the, like, the podcast, the Friends Against the Fag Cast, the Friends Against Government, they had, had a, a piece on there that we talked about having hairy legs at the pool. And he had love having children sit on his lap. Like, Who said that? Joe Biden. For He went from talking about an African-American candidate he helped got elected to the state Senate of whatever. Like, I think it was the state of Delaware, I think. And then he immediately went in to talking about being at the pool with his hairy legs and jumping in the pool. Ugh. And then he talked about children sitting on his lap and how much he liked it. And then he started talking about roaches. No, the man is, he has bats in his fucking bell tower. This man is, he is off his rocker. And you know what? Here's the best part. Why are all the candidates always so old? (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Like, no offense, but it's like, yeah, I guess they'd have the most experience. It's like they're, wait, but. (laughs) Here's the part that pisses me off about the, about the, about the Democrats. Among many things, they're just as disgusting as the Republican counterparts. But this is what pisses me off. You guys like to talk to us about diversity. You guys like to talk to us about the new generation and all this other shit and empowering women. And you you, you still select an octogenarian communist who's never held a real job in his life and an old white guy from Scranton, middle-class Joe. He's about as fucking middle-class as I am skinny, which is hardly at all, okay? Joe Biden's not middle-class, okay? Joe Biden ain't working-class, Joe Biden is political class. It's the same problem that I have with Bernard. I can't understand how the, all these young socialist kids can can stomach voting for a fucking millionaire. 
I mean, at least Stalin was a bank robber. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least he was a real fucking criminal. He was like, no, I'm stealing money to forward the revolution. But, you know, Lenin was a middle class guy. His parents were le- lesser nobility. Karl Marx relied on Frederick Engels to fucking uh, to, to keep him alive because he had no money. But the Carl fact- didn't work. He knew nothing about factory work. He's never worked in a clamp factory like I have or on loading docks or outside or anything. None of these, the all of these communist revolutionary leaders, these socialists, and I love it. You don't know the difference between communism and socialism. No, no, no. Yes, I do. And one leads to the other and they both end up hungry. So let's not fucking go there. Okay. You got, I mean, listen. But if they really wanted to vote for somebody that actually wanted to help the people, out of everybody, that person would have been Elizabeth Warren because she actually came up with a plan on how to how to fuck rich people out of their money and actually take from the rich and give to the fucking poor. She had a plan. Bernard doesn't have that plan. I thought Bernard was just taxing the billionaires out yeah, of Yeah, no, no. He just says the same shit everybody else says. Like, she actually had a plan to help people. She broke it down. Like, so I'm surprised that nobody's voting for her. And out of every single one of those candidates, like, the main three, right? The main three or four. No, 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 that's fine. Like, I'm I'm not meaning to, you know, not talk about the other ones. But the main ones, out of all of them, she is literally the only one who seems to really want to help people and seems to actually care about what people think about her. And look what it did for her. I know. I feel happy I, trails. I don't, Liz. I don't like any any of them. R.I.P. Like, in peace at all. I don't care about it. I I'm like. I happy. hope I the whole building burns down. I get it. anymore. You know. But I get, well, yeah. How much money did he spend to just fucking drop out? Did you say five hundred million? million? Yeah, five hundred million dollars. Yeah. And then I heard some asshole, some cunt on CNN was like, "Oh, that's one million dollars per person." Per person. No, in the do the math, States. you stupid bitch. It was a dollar fifty or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> like, I mean, these are the people that are telling. My favorite part. No, you, I think it was MSNBC. Oh, but. sorry, wrong, wrong fake news network. Wrong, was, wrong fake news. Let's let's take a look at the fake news. But no, you're you're probably right. I don't know much about her other than she's a fucking fake Native American who wrote a book called Pow Wow Chow, and she's as Wait, white really? as I am. Like, oh yeah, name? she lied to get her ass into what was it, Harvard or Yale? Was it Yale? Uh, it's one of the two Ivy League schools up in that part of the world. Make it till you make it. Yeah, Yeah, she pretended to be a fucking Native American (laughs) woman. With the last name of Warren. Yeah, with the last name of Warren. And then when she took that, uh, what was that, DNA test last year? And Trump shit all over her because guess what? She was 1 1024th Native American. Hey, that almost sounds like your number. uh, Yeah, it almost. (laughs) That's where it's coming from. It's close. (laughs) Yeah, you got me pegged there, Randy. I don't know how you figured me out. But you did. No, I mean, seriously, she wrote a book called Pow Wow Chow. And I'm supposed to take you seriously. You're not a fucking Native American. Sounds like a kid's book. Who knows? I never read it. No. Do you think it's available? Can you get on that internet and see if it's available? Yeah, I'll get on the interwebs. (laughs) Pull pull it up, Jamie. Pull pull that shit up, Angel the Sound Girl. (laughs) No no offense, Joe. Uh, Jose Rogan. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. Now, what would happen if I, you know, faked my race to get into something? I'd Listen, I'm sure she's a very smart woman. I'm not shitting on her, but the Democratic Party is shitting on her. The DNC is shitting on her because they're still going to go with the batshit crazy fucking ice cream doesn't have any bones. How many waffles can you fit in a paddy wagon, Joe Biden? I think it's going to end up being Joe Biden, too. Oh, it has. Of and, course. And then it's going to be Trump all over again. Oh, no. But, he's licking his chops. He th- He's having a great time. And, you know, Michael Malice called this because he says oh, this. He said Trump is just going to sit there during these debates. He doesn't even have to do anything. He's ex- they're excoriating each other. And he's tweeting it live. He's just shitting on them live on Twitter as they're fucking trying to kill each other and out liberal each other. It's it's not available for purchase on the the Amazon. That's a shame. Um, Could you put it on the wish list for Christmas? For a Hey You Guys Christmas in that show? <laughs> I can't wait for that. We're going to have an ugly Christmas podcast party. Oh, this is, oh, man. oh my God. You guys have to like read the reviews on Amazon for Powell. Ow, chow. Could, you, could you please give us a few? Give us a, a taste. <laughs> taste, yeah. Get a sample. Okay. The subject is, but we have no crab, dot, dot, dot. Many moons ago, my ancestor told me the tale of a woman whose skin was that of horse milk. That descended upon our tribe, this woman said to us that she had had spirit walked her way to our lands from the little known 
wannabe tribe, she said that she said that she had come to teach us her ways of cooking using a red tortoise or what she called crab, which can only be found near the lakes of salt. To this, my tribe said to her, but we have no such lakes here. Nevertheless, she persisted. After several days of her performing a rain dance, which she said was known to her tribe as the jitterbug, no, no water was forthcoming. She instead produced from her pouch a cylinder of tin in which was a mush of red tortoise meat. She proceeded to use this to prepare a feast which she shared with my tribe. After the feast had ended, many once strong tribesmen began to fall ill. My ancestor was the only person to have avoided being slain by this wicked trick. It it was for this reason that I must warn all who will hear me from trading to acquire this book. Wow, that's... uh. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I think there should be a book solely on Amazon reviews. Oh no, this is this. You is know what I mean? Li- a I collection mean, no, of Amazon review comments. It's hilarious. That's this is uh, really really funny. That's tremendous. I'm I'm so sorry. The pale face had to go home. <laughs> and and she shame. she apparently pla- plagiarized three of the recipes: two from the New York Times and one from a 1959 Better Homes and Garden recipe. That's Man. shameful, now, isn't it? That's shameful. Oh my god, this is terrible. Like, it's funny, <laughs> but it's terrible. Well, once again, uh, Comrade Warren, uh, we mourn your loss, and the revolution won't be the same without you. So, we have to rely on an octogenarian communist and a man who doesn't know where his pants are. Uh, <laughs> it's literally, the, the cookbook is literally called Pow Wow Chow, a collection of recipes from families of the five civilized tribes. Cherokee, Chickasaw, uh, Choctaw, Choctaw, Choctaw Creek, and uh, is it Seminole? Yeah, Seminole. Seminole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's wrong with uh, the rest of the tribes? What about um, the fucking Iroquois? They're not civil. How <laughs> dare she? I, like, whatever. She's, she's a said. fucking racist against her own one thousand twenty fourth people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a bitch! I just, you got you have. How to dare she? Seriously, what read the, the Amazon comments. Have you been like, to Tenor's Tea Clan? I have. Oh man, Mexico City. The Spanish killed everybody, but that's not the, the point. The they te- were very civilized. Do you want to Teotihuacan, did you not? Yes, but Tenochtitlan is where Mexico City is, and Teotihuacan is somewhere else. That's where the big pyramid of the sun and the moon are, where the peaceful Native Americans killed, uh, I think it was, 90,000 people over a weekend. Yeah, because they- Was that the Aztecs? Yeah, correct. Okay. That Cut was, the hearts out. It's all coming back. Because <laughs> they wanted to make sure that the sun was fed, and they they thought that the sun required blood. Right. Now yeah. it now the sun just requires tax dollars and carbon credits. Yeah. Excellent work. Yeah, it's a yeah, different it's form the, of At sacrifice. least we're not killing people for their hearts. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad to see that we still think we can control the sun and, you know, the rains and all that other good shit. Okay, the jitterbug. So the jitter <laughs> That was amazing. That was amazing. Did that get a lot of good reviews? That was that comment uh, voted as helpful by the rest of the Amazon shoppers. I, I did so. not look. Jeez, Louise. Let me check. I will I will stand by and I will tell you. Okay. Uh 453 people found this helpful. That's a low number. Those, yeah. are, those are rookie numbers. You got to bump those numbers up. That's excellent work. Excellent work to that. I mean, seriously, we should compile a book of all these wonderful comments from Amazon. It's like Cher- Cherokee native cake recipe. 1 cup of brown sugar and then 1024 cups of pure white flour. <laughs> 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 no, it's it's great. It's 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 really funny, and I think that you should take the time to read. Okay, so next topic. All right, so next topic. Uh, the weekly installment of uh, Fuck You Friday also includes something called "What Is Going On in the Woods," starring Bigfoot. Would you like to tell us what the fuck is going on with Bigfoot? Well, I actually, there's no new news with Bigfoot. That's a shame. Yeah, I don't know. I keep trying to find videos of the Bigfoot, and there isn't any good videos. And then people complain about Bigfoot, and then they say they can, he can cloak, like, the predator. And then they <laughs> say, like, he can control yeah, your mind. Yeah, like from the movie. Yeah. I don't know, because I don't hang out in the woods, and I certainly don't hang out in the woods by myself, because... People are crazy, and if there is a crazy Bigfoots or aliens or monkey people, like, 
that live in the woods or wild people that live in the woods. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. But um, all I know is that people think that Sasquatch can cloak like the Predator. And I was going to ask Randy, because he's been in the woods, <laughs> if he's ever come across a Bigfoot because I've he's never seen done one. training in the woods in <laughs> all different places. Training in the woods? Like what, doing karate? <laughs> no, but it do- doesn't like the military go and oh, do I exercises? Oh, I you talking about Bigfoot training in the woods, oh. like getting ready for a fight. <laughs> Like yeah, the, we we go to the field and do stuff. Um, ooh. You haven't gone to like the woods and like. Well, didn't you, you know? uh, go over to the Rockies over the summertime? Oh yeah, I did. Didn't you run see. into anything that was questionable out there? Just the weed. Okay, well, <laughs> great weed. And that fish taco uh, place. That you oh man, about. I have dreams about that place still. That's um, cool. It was, it's great. I would go back just for the tacos. Um, <laughs> but oh man, there is one. I don't even know what to call it. I don't think I don't think it was bigfoot but it was it was probably just somebody fucking with us but no when i was at infantry school we had to stand watch like at certain places on the uh it was like a mock forward operating base and we all had like uh there was like an ammo supply point we had to keep watch over at night and there's a bunch of other stuff that we had to like stand post for but i was at this ammo supply point with one other guy and it was like two in the morning and we're on watch for two hours. We have radios, we have rifles, but like they're not loaded with anything. It's just like you just have to get used to standing there. Um, and our radio was dying, and like we have to do radio checks every half hour. And on one of them, we're like, "Hey, like our radio is dying. If we could get batteries ran out to us from somewhere, that'd be great." And uh, they were working on it, but we we're standing. There was like a perimeter fence that went around the whole place, and. Uh, the section that we were at, it looked like it was just the fence that ran around the entire place. And then right on the other side of the fence from us, uh, there were a few shipping containers that were like stacked. Uh, and then between them, there was like, it was basically like a street light. There's no road or anything. It's just this random stray like street lamp. And it's like shining down on <laughs> this patch of ground between these shipping containers. And then there's just nothing else around. And it's just us hanging out uh, on the other side of the fence. And uh, like halfway through our watch, it's like we heard something like rustling around behind like one of the shipping containers. And it's like we can't get over the fence to go see what it is. Okay. And uh, it, there was like a gate actually right where we were at, but it was like chained up and padlocked and everything. But it was like a vehicle could get through or whatever if need be. And uh, so, like, we couldn't even go through that. So we're just, like, staring at <laughs> the bushes. Like, we, don't, we didn't even have, like, flashlights or anything. We're just standing there in the dark. Um, and after a while, it was, like, this figure just, like, walked across. Like, it looked like if someone were just, like, slightly taller than average. But it was, like, just even when it walked through the light, it was still just dark. We were just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and we just totally thought people were fucking with us because, like, it's out in the middle of the swamps, out in the middle of nowhere. Sure. And people are like, oh, yeah, like, oh, there's all these, like, horror stories about dumb shit that's happened out here. And it's like, I mean, I was like, I don't buy into any of it. That's just somebody fucking with us. But it, like, went from one side of the fence to the other and then, like, disappeared. And we were like, we couldn't, we were, like, looking around everywhere that we could physically get to to look and we're like trying to report it in we're like hey like somebody's over here like fucking with us like we i don't know we have to like pass it up and they're like well we don't have like we don't know of anything going on in that area like someone's probably just being an asshole but the next day we walked by in daylight and the whole like the fence that went around the perimeter was like one of the walls but there were like three other sides and it was like an enclosure basically around where these shipping containers were and it's like there were no holes in the fence or anything and it was like all razor like concertina wire over the top and everything so it's like nobody's climbing over it that's the real dangerous shit right oh yeah it's like the stuff they have like around prisons okay yeah yeah. um and (laughs) we're like who the hell is in there like how do they get in there and it's like and how'd they get out exactly yeah and we're like it'd be really hard for somebody to fuck with because we were there for like a long time i feel like we would have seen somebody like go in or come out i don't know so what's but the official explanation for i this? have no idea <laughs> but it was strange i don't know if it, you could say it was bigfoot but that's basically the only real strange experience wow. i've ever had but like yeah going camping like i mean i've never gone camping out in the middle of nowhere alone like that 
not not really my cup of tea. Um, like at least not unarmed because like we didn't have any guns in Colorado or anything with us. But I mean, even just the two of us out uh, where we were, there weren't a whole lot of people on the trail we were at, and it was like the nearest campsite was like half a mile away, and it's like there's a lot of rocks and trees and everything in the way, and it's like the river was right next to us. You can't like if somebody were screaming from the other one, you wouldn't be able to hear them. So it's like it is kind of it was kind of isolated. It was cool, but it was like you're in bear country. There's like mountain lions and shit. And it's like, you go take a piss in the middle of the night and it's just like pitch black. And you're like, Oh fuck. Like, I hope nothing's watching me right now. <laughs> or like, but I didn't see anything weird out there. Did you run into, um, any mountain lions or anything like that? No, we ran into a moose that wouldn't leave us alone. And I mean, they're that's a big fucking, animal. they're one of the most dangerous animals in America, I guess. Like, like that's, a, that's a big animal. <laughs> they can man. hit you with the force of a car. And I was like, oh man, I wish this moose would just stop following us. <laughs> was it for food? Oh, I have no idea. It could have been sick. Like there's like this disease that they get that they like do weird stuff. Is that like the one that a bunch of deer were coming down with? Is that like the same kind of thing? I think, yeah, it's similar. And then like, called. Uh, I forget what it's called too, but like they... They put them out of their misery, basically, if they find them. Because, like, eventually, like, all they start to do is just walk around in circles oh. and just just keep walking around in a circle. Is that like being in the rut? No. um, It's like a par- it's a brain parasite that they get that oh, it, like, makes them sick. I don't I know. I thought rut was just, like, their mating that's, yeah, season. Yeah, that's during mating season, right? But but animals can get really stupid uh, during the rut. And this wasn't even, like, it was... I wouldn't say it was, like, a full-grown moose. And it's, like, I mean, there were a bunch just, like, walking around. We could see them in the distance. But, like, one just came out of the trees, like, right next to us. And we're, like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to fuck with a moose right now. So Ooh. it's, like, let's just start walking away. And then it just, like, kept following us. And I was, like, god damn it. Somebody please. probably fed it before. But yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, who knows? That makes sense. But, yeah. That was <laughs> everything else. It was all just, like, birds and squirrels and stuff. It wasn't anything. And, like, deer. But it wasn't anything crazy. Well, it seems here, I pulled up an article from the Columbus Dispatch, that's Columbus, Ohio, not Columbus, Georgia, uh, about a leisurely walk at Salt Fork Park. Uh, Two men uh, found themselves staring at what they said resembled Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Uh, The figure had characteristics of Bigfoot, hairy, upright, walking, ape-like creature that dwells in the wilderness and leaves footprints. Depictions often portray them as a missing link between humans and human ancestors or other great apes. Scientists have discounted the existence of Bigfoot, considering it to be a combination of folklore, misidentification, and hoax. Folklore has traced the figure of Bigfoot to a combination of factors and sources, including folklore surrounding the European wildman figure, folk belief among Native Americans and loggers, and cultural increase in environmental concerns. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Ohio, Grassman, whatever you choose to call it, it really is all the same character. Very big, hairy. And tall, averaging 68 feet tall, with footprints averaging 13 to 17 inches long. Oh. It has been rumored to live in Ohio since the mid-1700s. That's when they emigrated, probably, from Quebec. I'm sure that they were, like, sick of the French Canadians. They're like, we're going to go down to live in Ohio, where nobody lives. Uh, let's see here. It's also been rumored to live in Ohio's largest state park, Salt Fork. Over 36 sightings have been reported to Don Keating of Newcomerstown since the middle 1980s. Wow. With huge amounts of alleged evidence, in quotation marks, coming from Salt Fork's borders, Keating decided to host an annual Bigfoot conference at Salt Fork State Park. Uh, visitors at Convention Bureau website stated, at Salt Fork Park, there are three locations where Bigfoot is said to have been spotted. Morgan's Knob, where much of an episode of the Animal Planet television show Finding Bigfoot was filmed. <laughs> Parker Road also known as Buckeye Trail and Bigfoot Ridge, the park's primitive campground where Kathy Lee Gifford and Hoda Katab filmed an episode of the Today Show. I had no idea Salt Fork was banging like this. Yeah, yeah no. This is a wild fucking place. I thought people just went down there on the weekends to get high and get drunk and fuck each other. <laughs> no, supposedly Bigfoot hangs out there. And the other 36 thing... 36 sightings. Yeah, the other thing is about, like, the new information and maybe it's not new, but it's new to me because everything is new to me as far as researching Bigfoot. Apparently he's not an ape. Okay. So. It's a Bigfoot is perhaps an interdimensional being. 
This is getting interesting. This sounds like some Henry Zabrowski level stuff. Yeah. Alex Jones. <laughs> and it that's part of the cloaking and the, it, the it, predator like, stuff yeah, you're talking about. Showing up and then disappearing. Maybe it was the big feats and he Oh yeah, I forgot about that part of it. Yeah. And in into another dimension. I don't know. This is what people are saying. And then also sometimes people think that they're demons. Those the, those people are crazy. I think. I yeah, don't really I know. think that they're pretty fucking certifiable as well. <laughs> yeah, like no, they think that it. Some people think that it it comes from the book of Enol. Book of Enol. Enol. E N I L. Sorry, sorry. I, I think I, wrong pronunciation. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that from the Bible? Yeah. Or Enoch or something. The book of Enoch. I was gonna say I never heard I the book know. of Enoch, but I heard the book of. I didn't Enoch. look into it because I don't. I don't know. We Maybe don't, Enol don't is his that. brother. I'm not well versed in any of them. <laughs> I don't know. For good reason. Like, but they more. think that. Yeah, sure. Not just not that. They think that it's like, uh, kind of like the Anunnaki. Do you know what I'm talking about? With Zacharias yes. Stitchin. Yes, I do. It, 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 it like ties into that somehow, and like I kind of. There's only so much, like, um. <laughs> different things that i can take in a day so i can't different sources of legendary information (laughs) yes that's what i mean like i have to process it and try to like line it up as best as i can that's why i brought you in here like i'm you're the local bigfoot expert it's it's uh randy's our medical expert you're the (laughs) expert and i know everything you need to know about local chinese dining so go ahead it's to be continued there'll there'll be more uh information good old bigfoot doesn't know how to stay away um before we close up you're reading anything interesting no no (laughs) you didn't you didn't get a book no, I got a book. <laughs> I did, but Jesus Christ, what's it about? For fuck's sake, <laughs> it's we're about... going somewhere with this. <laughs> it's about all of the Native American burial mounds in the United States, as well as um, earthworks and effigies. Pyramids too. There's some pyramid action in there. Um, it is the uh, it, it it's made from dirt. So it's like right. an earthwork pyramid, yes. But they had like massive bases, like as far as the size of the base of these particular pyramids, correct? Yes, that and is some, correct. And what was it? Aren't the earthworks ones some of the biggest in the world? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. all right. That's I'm curious. How about you, Randy? Are you reading anything interesting? I'm still reading Storm of Steel by Ernst Jünger. Yes. How do you like it so far? Uh, I enjoy it. Um, there's like every time it's like. Every time I turn a page, it's like something you've referenced in the past, like comes up, like the uh, the amount of rats that were around. Oh, like God, it was yeah. like a moving carpet, like you couldn't identify any single one. It was just all a mass of rats just feeding on all the death and decay. Um, and then I didn't realize they had so many like opportunities to leave the front and go train. Like, I mean, you did say, yeah, they had a rotation and they were right. like the first to do that, uh, like when compared to... Uh, what like the British and French? They didn't really do that. They, they came. They were latecomers to that. Okay, um, but yeah. yeah, and it's like uh, there were a lot of descriptions of like how the trenches were laid out. Um, that was very interesting. I didn't realize it was so intricate. And uh, I think one of the more interesting things he said. I it's out in my car. I was like underlining a bunch of stuff, but uh, I should have brought it in. But uh, one of the things he talked about that I thought was interesting so far was. Uh, I mean, everyone was so eager to go out and fight until, like, they actually had to. And then they're like, oh, shit, like, this is horrible. Uh, but, like, the first few engagements, it's like he almost died so many times. And it's like he oh, didn't yeah. even see an actual enemy soldier. It was all just shelling. And it was chaos all around him. And people were getting blown up left and right. But it's like you didn't even see what the other guy looked like. It's an amazing account. Uh, a rare one, I think, that you get from a German perspective during the Great War. Uh I don't know. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Uh, it's an excellent read. I'm currently uh, listening to Fool's Errand, Time to End the War in Afghanistan by Scott Horton. I believe we just signed a, quote, peace treaty with the Taliban. <laughs> it didn't last very long. It, that didn't last very long. I think it was 24 hours that it lasted. I think it was they, an uh, odd day. They, what, I can't remember what facility or building they were at, but they set off explosives and killed a few people. Yeah. And then we started dropping bombs. So. <laughs> It was literally a day. So, yeah, I mean, it was nice while it lasted. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I'm always interested to read stuff about how people think they can go into Afghanistan and 
push them around when Alexander the Great, his name is Alexander the Great for a reason because couldn't do it. He couldn't even do it. Uh, the British definitely couldn't do it, and the uh, the Russian communists couldn't do it. But we're going to go in there and we're going to do it. But we're not doing it because it's all about poppies and precious uh, minerals that that are there. Is that correct? Uh, resources, um, deep earth minerals, anything that has to do with, um, you know, any type of natural resources that we use. Um, you know, if there's any fuel, you know, gasoline, um, you know, gold, any type of uh, precious metals, stones, yeah, whatever. That that's what we're there one? for. It's like lapis lazuli or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, but like that's a big it's one. A in precious that region, metal, or is it it's a gem? It's it's blue. <laughs> it's blue. Okay. I don't know what it is. I, I know what you're you're talking about. Because uh, there's like, I mean. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce Somebody's it writing a, uh, the guy that did Terminal Lance, that comic strip, is writing a graphic novel, and that's like part of it. Oh, wow. It's about how in this, I can't remember what valley it is, but it's like there's a trade of this mineral, like gem. I don't know what it is exactly, but it got disrupted by. Uh, everything that was happening like i don't know if it was the taliban or al-qaeda that like disrupted all of it but it was basically like the u.s went in and they were supposed to like stabilize the region and like help their economy out by like regulating the trade of whatever this is understood i still can't see if it's uh rich blue semi-precious gemstone so okay all right that sounds it's like Found in Afghanistan a lot, I guess. And they say all we care about is oil. Ha, ha, ha. The U.S. government has diversified its palate for not just oil, but precious metals. But no, like, the companies in the the United States also benefit from that because, like, the government, yeah, like, they provide the force, they provide the muscle, but the companies that actually, they're the ones that profit from it. Right. Contract it out. Yeah. It's it's insane. But you can't do that without uh, American military muscle. It's impossible to do that without having the backing of the most powerful military force on the planet. Because the Pashtuns and the other, the Tajiks and the various different tribes in that part of the world are not going to put up with you going over there and taking whatever you want, even if right. they're not using it. Therefore, you do need the muscle of the United States uh, military to be over there in order to extract those. So I wonder who pushed who. You know, not to mention the poppy. I mean, that's always that's a that's a bestseller. That's been a worldwide bestseller for a very long time, as a matter of fact. Well, yeah, because it makes you forget everything. It makes you feel good, baby. Yeah. All right. Anybody have anything else you'd like to add before we close this up? Randy? I've got nothing. Okay. It's like every time you ask that, it's like my brain just goes blank. It's That's like, a shame. We got to work on that. We got, maybe we should. Practice it's like when that. somebody asks you what your favorite movie or song is. It's like I've never seen a movie or heard a song in my entire life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I, think I, of the one. Same thing. I'm but, like, I don't have any favorite anything. Just don't, don't ask. Don't me ask any me more questions. questions. Yeah. Am I being detained? <laughs> Am I free to go? You're not being detained, but you're not free to. But go. But you're not free to go. You're not free to do anything. <laughs> uh, okay. What about you, Angel? Do you have anything that you would like to add? I do not have anything. Okay. Uh, I read Randy's uh, social media handle at the beginning, and that's going to have to do it because I'd have to look it up again. It's going to because change. it's a very large sequence of numbers. That's my bad, everybody. That's okay. We forgive him because we love him. Um, for uh, for the actual podcast on Twitter, we're at useguyspod. That's y o u s e g u y s p o d. It's the exact same thing for Instagram. The email is useguys and that at gmail.com and uh for everybody that's looking for us uh we are on the following platforms now podbean itunes google play spotify oh, oh yeah we're on spotify and i'm waiting approval for iHeartRadio. so that's the final one i figured they'd be one of the fastest ones because their big thing is podcasts yeah now. unfortunately that doesn't seem the case spotify was same day wow. itunes took about six days but spotify was same day so we're all across all of those platforms. You can find us out there. Uh, this is uh, the conclusion of the second uh, Fuck You Friday. I hope everybody enjoyed this Fuck You Friday. We're going to do a couple of shout-outs here. Uh, first of all, I would like to give a shout-out to my fellow graduate students that pulled me through the absolute fucking hell that was this last homework assignment in one of our research classes. I'd like to thank the following people for saving me from jump, jumping over the precipice into the abyss of sorrow that is my life as a graduate student. 
Kayla, Paige, Morgan, Brosif, the sexy tree, and of course, Elizabeth. Thank you all for not letting me uh, jump out of the program and quit and go do something else because I hate it. I still hate it, but we're going to get through it because you guys essentially helped me cheat my way through it. So thank you all. May Satan bless you. And uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, again, you have the email, our Twitter handle, and our Instagram handle are the same. We don't have a Facebook page because I'm not really that big of a Facebook fan. If Randy or Angel wants to create a page, that's entirely up to them. I, I, won't I be don't doing do it. social media. Oh, that's right. Angel doesn't do social media. Actually, she's lying. She does have a Twitter handle, which we're not going to give out. She has one follower. You know who that follower is? Me. So Jay follows Angel. And Angel just retweets shit that Trump says that pisses everybody off. And she's just randomly commenting on shit and shitting on people. You're on YouTube as well. You have a YouTube handle, don't you? And you argue with people in the comments. So you are active on social media. I do argue with anybody anywhere. You don't? No. I thought you were reading me comments where you're shitting on people. Tell them to go eat ice cream and enjoy their lives. Yeah, I tell people to do stuff, but I don't argue with them. Okay, you're right. I stand corrected. And of course, once again... We have uh, Randy. So thank you for those of you listening. We're up to uh, 60 some downloads, 62 downloads. We had 10 in one day today. Uh, whoever the fuck that was, really, we appreciate it. Uh, I hope you could get through the first four, uh, <laughs> first four out of six that we did that were really atrocious. I was actually thinking about making those uh, premium one, so you have to pay to listen to the shitty uh, quality. <laughs> like, they're vintage, right? They're like demo tapes of a metal band. Yeah, when they're, we're all famous someday, yeah. those are going to be worth a That's lot right. of money. That's right. They're like the no-life-to-leather <laughs> versions of the podcast. Like the, the recording is terrible, but you know you're getting a quality product because it's the people behind the mic. But no, those are still free, and they will remain free until I figure out how to make money off of them. <laughs> or I don't even want to make money off of them. I want you people to understand that you don't really need to listen to those because they weren't really well done unless I did them with my headphones on my fucking cell phone during my break at work. Because uh, I we couldn't figure this shit out to say I could have a gun point in the back of my head and my brains would be splattered all across this touchscreen. I have no fucking idea how to operate this shit. It was the biggest pain in the ass, and of course I had a relative argue with me that the fucking headphones that are uh, the microphones we were using just plug it into the computer it'll power the microphones it's a fucking condenser it's a condenser microphone you have to have an external power source and it was months of arguing and now we finally have one it's this nice little mixer that we have here that i couldn't figure out how to use because i had them plugged in on the wrong ends and I had to have the kids in IT at work help me figure it out. So anyway, those are going to be premium at some point in time. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody or whoever's listening. And uh, if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about or tell us how terrible I am, that's fine too. I really don't care. Uh, until next time, this is a Fuck You Friday. Thank you very much for being here, both of you. And uh, we'll do this again. Oh, of course. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.